You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hello and welcome back to the Potted Together podcast. My name is Adam and I'm joined by my two co-hosts, Becca and Nicole. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hi, guys. Um, yeah, we've got lots of catching up to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Last week we didn't, we had our guest Maria on, which was a joy, an absolute joy. Mm-hmm. She grew some joy. Right she grew some joy with that episode. Thank you, Maria. <laughs> yes. Uh, but we didn't get to do a catch-up. So we're going to do double duty catch-up. But also this episode, we're kind of picking backing off of last week's episode in our interview with Maria. And we're kind of talking about maybe some self-care things we do uh, that include our plants. So like, I don't know. We'll have a few, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But before we get into the meat and potatoes as becca says of the episode <laughs> do say i that, say that right? the, the nitty gritty <laughs> i don't know if I've i thought someone's <laughs> okay <laughs> i mean i'll take it on becky Mandela Calhoun sure effect. says that <laughs> the meat and potatoes uh, i don't meat know why i feel like you said that okay <laughs> but anyway uh we're gonna do a catch-up so who wants to go first Nicole. Yeah, I'll go first. <laughs> We're looking at each other like, who's going to go? <laughs> I'll go first. Okay. Um, okay. So, hmm. Update from last week. Oh, gosh. What have I done? Well, I'm recording more in my new space and I'm adjusting to it and I like it. But I need to <clears throat> commission my dear friend Adam here for some freaking lighting ideas for my shelves because... When I put my my grow lights on, it's too bright to record. I find it's too bright to record and they're not adjustable, as you know, like you can't dim them. So I'm thinking of just putting like some ambient lighting on the shelves, but I don't know. Like, I don't know if I want like those clip on lights to like directional light at the plants or I don't know. You know what I'm saying? But is the source of electricity for your shelf lights all just one plug? It's we have it on a power strip and it's a pretty heavy duty power strip. Uh, okay, well I think before you try to do anything like that, you should just buy a dimmer switch cuz a dimmer switch will let you dim things that don't have a dimmable function. Like the lights? Like we Yeah, we have that for our Christmas tree cuz there's these one lights that are just very bright and I, Steve and I didn't like it, so he bought a dimmer switch, plugged it in, and then we can change the the if the lights are bright or not. So I'm sure you might as well try that option first to see if you can dim your plant. You're telling me lights. I can dim those grow lights on a dimmer switch. I think so, but I don't have them on a dimmer switch, so I don't know for sure, but it's oh, worth a try. Okay. okay, okay. That is a very good... I don't know why I didn't think about that. So I'll definitely try that first because I feel like that's what it needs. It just needs to be like at 50% power. <laughs> Of what they are, you know? Yeah. Then I thought about... if it does work, if it does work, that's a pro tip. Because my prop boxes get too much light, Mm. but I can't really change the distance. So if it does work, then I'm going to buy myself one and crank that down a little bit. Yeah. Um, I'm going to try that. Thank you. But then I thought about like, you know, because they're all connected. So there's six lights and they're all connected from shelf to shelf. And I thought like of unplugging some like while I record. So maybe just certain ones are on, but it's still too bright. So, okay, I might try that. I'm glad I brought this up. But anyway, (laughs) so I've been doing that. Or you could you could get an ND filter for your camera. 
But, oh, like the sunglasses. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? I don't. That's Jay's camera that has a built-in ND filter. Yeah, I can do that. Will that make the then cold you might look need, weird? You might need lights bigger than the five-dollar Target light, though, to light your face. I was gonna. That's what I was gonna say. Although <laughs> that light, that. come on, guys, that light <laughs> is pretty good. I'm not gonna yeah. lie. For five bucks. Uh, that's a win for me. I'm taking it as a win. Not shit has happened this week, you guys. I'm struggling right now thinking of things to say for my update. <laughs> I've been well, cleaning like crazy because I got this Dyson. So my house is like my basement's. Well, the whole spotless. house is clean because my mom's. <laughs> Can't relate. I'm her little spawn. Your mom is your mom. Have you noticed yeah. that the Dyson, like when I got my Dyson, I was like, we are disgusting. How? Oh, Yeah. Oh, yeah. How? I mean, even from I vacuumed my basement <laughs> twice in the past week. Uh-huh. <laughs> Adam's laughing. And it is filled with shit. I mean, we have dogs, so that makes sense. But because it's we're in a basement. shedding leg, leg hair, probably. <laughs> they're, they're not. I mean. <laughs> doesn't even laugh. That makes me feel like She's an like, asshole. Anyway. <laughs> Prime sheds a lot. But Jazzy doesn't shed hardly at all. Um, I said leg hair, not your dog. Oh, I didn't hear you say leg hair. (laughs) I was like, "Ooh, is Nicole upset?" Ooh, I'm just gonna leave it. (laughs) Not at all. Your feelings got hurt. I was like, "This is the first time that we've had a really awkward thing happen." Definitely not. I did not hear you say leg hair. I thought you said, "Well, you have dogs, so they're gonna shed." (laughs) So exactly what I heard. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, well, <clears throat> my leg hair is not shedding. If it was, I'd be, I'd love that idea because then I wouldn't have to fucking shave my legs after letting it grow out for the past month and a half. But anyway, that's another topic. Um, my house is groomed. I am not. Okay. <laughs> but like even vacuuming twice in one week, like it's it's pretty gross. And I think I've talked about this before, but like we have... A significant amount of bugs in the basement and we have drain flies okay have i brought this up about the drain flies yeah okay. i mean we've chatted about them but not like your experiences fully for the love of god if someone experiences drain flies specifically can you dm me personally at my clean leaves on instagram <laughs> well what does that mean dm you here I had drain flies for a moment. You did? In the summertime, they come, and it's so annoying. Every it's summer. It's the middle of winter, and they're rampant. Yeah. Well, what I started doing was pouring boiling water down the sink, like, once or twice a day. Okay. Are you talking about drain flies or fruit flies? I thought they're the same thing. They're not. But drain flies would still die, right? They live in the drain. Yeah. yeah, but see, we have an exterminator, and he told me bleach and, and like, boiling water sorry. is not going to work. He's like, you have to just consistently use all of your faucets, which we do because they're mainly in the basement. We take showers down there. We use our sink. We use the slop sink now more than ever. So we can't really pinpoint where they're coming from, which is the main problem. So like if yours were coming out of your sink drain in your kitchen, Mm. then like, boom, there's the issue. You could like, I even bought that stuff that you can spray because I thought maybe they're coming from the shower drain Mm -hmm. because I would see them in the bathroom more often. So I sprayed that stuff in the, in down the drain that like foams up that like coats Mm. the whole pipe. Yeah. But these things are ruthless. Like, I don't even understand. And then mm. being in the basement, like, is there's always bugs in the basement, right? But, like, there's all these little crevices, like, around the, um, what is that thing called? Like, the sub pump area, you know, in sub case pump. we get, Yeah. And then where the furnace is, there's, like, I don't know what they're called, you guys. I haven't owned a home, so I don't know these things. <laughs> but, like, there's all these little openings everywhere. So, like, we're trying to seal everything up. It's just getting really annoying. Like, they're, they're yeah. like, this big. So, like, pea size. And they're black. Yeah. I'm seeing, like, close-up photos of the difference. I've never seen these. So, actually, I don't know what to tell you. But okay. 
But this article is like bleach. See, uh, our, we tried the I bleach. Baking, baking soda, soda and vinegar. Yeah. Baking soda, vinegar. I could try that. We tried the bleach despite with our what our <laughs> our um exterminator told us because I was like, okay, it's not gonna hurt to just try it. And mm-hmm. no, they're like, yum. Thanks for giving me food, I guess. <laughs> I don't is, know. Like that is like insane that they can survive boiling water. I know. At that size. I know. That is shocking. But I have, Ew, they're so gross. They're so but gross. But maybe the adults aren't, but they laid their eggs like on the top of a pipe where like if the water flows through it doesn't hit. So like the boiling water never really hit the eggs kind of thing. Could be. Yeah. Because they, they feed off of the scum in your drains pretty much. Ew. Because like maybe you could like fill up the sink but keep it closed and then open it up and let it all rush down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if that makes a difference. I guess it probably is the same as pouring it down. But well, I mean, every anything's. I'm I'm willing to give anything a try because I like I said I've tried the bleach, I've tried the boiling water, and I've tried that foamy stuff. But I only did the foamy stuff in the kitchen. I mean, in the bathroom shower drain. So I don't know. It's aggravating. So I'm sucking up an obscene amount of dead drain flies too. Hmm. But yeah, <clears throat> man, that's frustrating. Oh, I hate little things like that because it feels like they're taking over your like with the fruit fly situation before I yeah. figured out the boiling water because that eliminated it for me. I did it for like, I don't know, a week or two mm-hmm. prior to that. I had no idea what the fuck to do because they just kept they were just everywhere and they're like, yeah, bigger than fungus gnats. So they're like right. juicy when you kill them. And I just I hated it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'll walk up to one on the wall, a drain fly and they're big and I'll just smack it. And Jay's like, you're you're a special kind of person. Like, I don't know mm-hmm. how you can do that. I was like, it's my fungus gnat days, man. You just got to yeah. Yeah. smack them. But I, um, you know, I, I was just, we were just accepting it because it's like, okay, we're in the basement. This is what it is, blah, blah, blah. But like it started the end of summer. So like September-ish and we noticed them and then we had the exterminator out and he told us a little bit about them and he's like, it should, they should go away when it's freezing temps out because the pipes are fucking cold and freezing, you know? No, it's January and they're still here. Same as they were here in summer. So I'm like, that's what's annoying. It's like if they were seasonal, like those mites, those went away too after the summer. I mean, we sprayed for them, but they went away. But like if it was seasonal, I'd be like, okay, well, this will be gone in like a month. It's fine. I'll deal with it. But like they're not going anywhere and it's annoying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if y'all know about these drain flies, hit me up. Nasty. But that's that's all I got. That's, that's really all, all I got. got. Yeah, how about Becca, you guys? What about your what about your week, Bex? Oh my gosh. Well, this week it was basically it felt like a recovery week from well, see when we're recording this, it's the first week of January. So, we went out of town for New Year's and um I just feel like I am not yet in the swing of the year. Like it has taken me a very long time to be like, okay, Becca, back to work. Like, let's get back to regular life. I don't want to go back to regular life. I love the week between Christmas and New Year's where you don't know what day it is and you're just floating around. (laughs) I love it. So it's hard for me to exit (laughs) that phase. (laughs) So I've got piles of laundry everywhere. I'm actually... I'm starting the process of organizing my craft supplies and stuff. I'm halfway through your video. Oh my gosh. It's so good. Nicole, I feel like that is 100% a video you would love. You'd be like, why are you keeping all this shit? Just throw it away. Yeah, I said that in my head a couple times, but I do. Is she following? I, is she following her own rule of if you can replace it for under ten dollars in ten minutes, then get rid of it? No, she's not. No. She's saving she it not. all. Not but see, all. this is this is hard though. <laughs> this is a hard thing it. to do <laughs> because it's crafting stuff. So crafting stuff is gen- genuinely cheap to begin with, and like projects that you do, like you can use all that stuff. You know what yeah. I mean? Like. It is stuff I would save, and you're doing a great job. I'm halfway through. I'm Thank not you. fully through. So, but so far you're doing good. Thank you very much for the feedback. I I do appreciate it <laughs> from 
one clean person to a very not clean person. I do appreciate that. Um, yeah, I went out and I bought another rolling cart. And I think that might, that might just be my system is rolling carts that I can roll in and out of the closet because it's like a way. I don't like having craft storage where it's just like all on the wall and you can see everything. Like, obviously, yeah. that's very convenient. But like aesthetically, I'm like, ooh, that's not right. for me. It is for some people. And that's there's literally nothing wrong with it. But for me, I don't want my house to look like that. So I think I've taken to these rolling carts very well. And like, it was very fun to like categorize all my stuff. And like, now that everything's categorized, I feel like I would be able to be like, okay, I'm never going to use this and this and this. So let's give that away. Uh, Mm -hmm. But just when everything is like in a drawer shoved in and you're kind of like digging through everything and my life is a series of digging through piles of things that I just leave and I I make little boxes and I shove a bunch of junk in it and then I put it away because to me it's like it's out of sight out of mind and then the moment that I need something in one of those boxes I'm like shit I can't find anything so then I have to go rebuy it and then I already had one or I already had three it's a disaster situation so probably undiagnosed adhd things um but at the same time i've never prioritized organization in my home so Mm -hmm. i am really excited to start this journey because i'm starting in this craft thing because that's probably like my biggest pain point in my life and then we're going to move into clothes and then we're going to move into kitchen the kitchen oh god don't even get me started (laughs) Oh, God. Daniel and I just have, we've come to this unspoken agreement where we like open some certain cabinets, just shove the thing in and close it really fast. (laughs) There's at least two of those, three in our kitchen. I feel like you're only allowed to have one. This is why I don't like unloading the dishwasher. I will do dishes Mm. forever. But I will not unload and put away clean dishes. <laughs> Just stressful figuring out where to put things. Yeah, that's why. But like, th- I guess it doesn't help the fact that you and Daniel kind of have the same organizational, I guess, issues, you could say. Yes. Although, I mean, I will say we have both been at your house for a long period of time and I don't. I did not notice. Like, I didn't walk in and be like, Becca's messy as fuck. Like, I, that was not yeah. my... So, I've seen it. I've seen, like, people that are not organized. I think that it maybe it's just something that, like, you grew up not prioritizing, and that's just grew mm-hmm. with you, you know? And I don't necessarily yeah. think there's anything wrong with that, but once it starts to take over your life and, like, become overwhelming is when you should do something about it, I guess, you know? Yeah, totally. And, like you're in a constant state of not being able to find things and mm-hmm. it then it becomes a financial burden cuz you're buying things when you already had them but i would say definitely like outwardly my house looks put together but yeah. you don't know you open a cabinet it's a little scary <laughs> like i mean the plates cabinet the cups cabinet great but that's usually what you guys were, were, you know, rifling around in. But if you went to the junk drawer or the pots and pans closet or cabinet. I mean, we cooked in your kit. I cooked breakfast. I opened some drawers. I really don't recall messiness, but you know, okay. That does make me feel better. I am notoriously very hard on myself. I'm a perfectionist. It's, it is a, unfortunate trait but the craft situation is really dire i think anybody can agree have you gotten to the part where you saw the closet of doom no 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 i'm not to the closet of doom yet you're organizing the rolling cart which is very aesthetically pleasing okay so let me get an update from you after you see the closet of doom okay because that (laughs) closet you can't walk in it you you can't you have to climb on things to get to things it's not it's one of those closets so have you read Marie Maria Kondo? I'm Marie saying Kondo. her name wrong. I I watched her show on Netflix, like maybe How four do you feel or five about episodes. It? I like I like the system. Um, mm-hmm. It does stress me out to because like what she does to the best of my memory, she'll go through her entire house by category, like paper, 
then all yeah. of the clothes, then all of this. And like for me, I need to compartmentalize it to rooms. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, you could do the same method, like paper in this room, clothes in this room. Right. Um, so like that part I don't like, but I do like the holding each item and thinking like, is this serving me? And then if not, yeah. give it away. I, I really like that because... I have such a hard time holding on to things because I think I'm going to use it in the future or yeah, it has some like silly sentimental value. Like, oh, I wore this on my first date with Daniel. Like, I can't get rid of it. But I'm like, Becca, you don't even like that shirt anymore. Like, give it away. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but that's kind of cute. But I, maybe I'm the wrong person to ask because I'm like, oh, keep it. I know. Keep uh, it. Well, that shirt is long gone, I believe, because that was in my college belly shirt phase. So, yeah, oh, no. one of the first questions I asked Daniel, well, no, not one of the first, is when he was walking in my walking me to my car. I was like, so I have a piercing somewhere that you can't see immediately. Where do you think it is? And he was like, probably in his head, he's like, what the. Uh, <laughs> Why did I say that? Why did I say that? I was definitely in college. Um, It was my belly button, but Mm -hmm. just for anyone out there. So, yeah, that shirt's long gone. So I'm going through everything in my craft supplies, getting it all organized, looking through. I decided I'm also going to look through my, like, memory boxes from childhood because, like, okay, actually, here's a question. My cheer shoes from high school, is that a keep? (laughs) Or give away. To me now, I'm thinking give away. But like... How many pairs? Probably two. And they look bad. Like, I don't know why I kept them. It's not like the same as cleats. Like, cleats is kind of fun. But it's like... I don't think so. I think okay. it's the same. Okay. But I, I don't know what to tell you. Because, like, it would be kind of fun for eventually... Like, I, if, see, I'm the wrong person to ask. But I think in the future, <laughs> like, your grandkids... To be like, these are grandma's cheer shoes? And, like, what shoes are going to look like for them compared to what they look like for us? Yeah. That's where my head goes. But then also, like, is that practical? I don't know. Yeah. Well, that's also where my head goes. And so I just, I can't, I can't get rid of it. Then I just keep everything. So it's like, I don't know. Nicole would probably say to get rid of them. Okay. I would say to keep one pair, the better of the two. Mm, okay. And get rid of the other ones, especially because the way you're saying it, you're like, I don't know why I kept them. If they don't hold any real sentimental value to you, but you're thinking like Adam and like, that's really cute. Like these are my grandma's cheer shoes. Then yeah, mm. keep one pair, but you don't need both. Okay. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. That is fair. And like, I don't need two sets of pom-poms. All right. right. We got one. Right. So I'm going to go off of that for that rule for myself because I do tend to like hold on to sentimental things. Not like that's fine and all, but there comes a point where it's like, is this just trash? Like, do I need to keep all of these letters from my ex-boyfriends? Uh, You're married. No. Probably not. Yeah. I had a, I had married. <laughs> I have like a box of pictures and stuff from high school, but like all of that stuff from like exes just went in the trash. Um, yeah. But me and Jay have like a box. We have like two boxes where we kept like our movie theater tickets and like first date stuff and like all that. Mm, that's cute. Yeah. So like if you want to get like a bin and just talk or like I have Mia's first Halloween costume and like my baby book, like stuff like that. Yeah. You just throw it in like a, a bin, like one of those storage bins and... You, there's nothing yeah. wrong with keeping stuff like that. It's when it's like multiples on multiples. It's like, okay, at what point does this become like a hoarding situation? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So many things. See, and it's hard because I've never been a person. Nicole strikes me as one of these people. <laughs> when you went through breakups. See, and I don't know if social media was even very big when you guys were like growing up and dating. No, but like it was not. There no. are people who go through a breakup and they delete all evidence of someone ever existing on their in their life. Everything is gone. Every photo, every comment, everything. And then yeah. there's people like me who are like, well, Maybe I'll delete the things that are really sappy or maybe I'll delete the captions. But the photo is like, you know, I don't know. It's my story. Yeah. Like I still have. Yeah. Like 
I have Facebook photos of one of my exes from like when I was in college and I was not rushing to delete them by any means. I still haven't because it's like, I mean, that chapter is obviously closed, but like, I think it's kind of strange to be like, this never existed. But of course, that's what people want to do. That's totally fine. But he's not like tagged in these photos yeah, <laughs> anymore. Yeah, yeah. Um, and maybe that's a little extreme, but like, I just have never been a delete all photos of someone person when we break up. Yeah. Yeah. It, so when, when I divorced Mia's father, I went Mm -hmm. through this rage of like one day, my wedding dress, all our photos, everything just went into the dumpster. Cause we lived in an apartment, a condo and we like the dumpsters were out back and it was just in there. And it was hard for me to do that because I was like, this is, this was a very big day of my life, you know, yeah. but I didn't want any memory of it. So I feel like, I guess it's not really about like what kind of person you are, but maybe what that relationship was to you and maybe how it mm-hmm. ended. If it was vital, like, and it was just awful, then it's like, no, I don't rem- want to remember anything, you know, but Right, right. I mean, I I have high school albums and there's people that like maybe I've dated in there. Like I could think of one person in particular, but that's just because we were friends first. And like that's nothing really to get rid of because it meant didn't mean much, you know? Yeah, yeah. But like that was a time in your life that can't really be erased. So like Mm -hmm. if you don't feel the need to erase it and it doesn't it doesn't upset your partner that you're with now then like you know who cares then who cares yeah Yeah. that's one of the things that made me like really like daniel because he's never been like oh why do you still have these photos like you should delete them like Mm -hmm. he never made me feel weird about it like he knows that they're still there he's not going and looking at them yeah surely i mean i'll think i mean that's not even like there's like a million (laughs) photos it's like if he was in a family photo it's still there or something like that or like a christmas photo um, but my that boyfriend was really weirded out that I had a photo with my high school boyfriend on my Instagram. I had a few and like I was friends with this guy for like years and then we dated mm-hmm. for like, you know, 10 months and it didn't work out. So I was like, why would I delete this? He was like a huge part of my life. And he's like, it makes me feel really weird. I want you to delete it. Yeah. And I don't like and I don't have Red any flag. photos. Red flag. Well, not that I need photos with that boyfriend. But for me, I was like, that's I just find that very strange. And that's a that's a jealousy, you know, that's a jealousy issue or like self-confidence yeah. issue, you know? Totally. See, okay, totally. so with the photos, I get, I feel that same way. With the notes, that's like with a different thing. With the notes thing. is a bit, yeah. Because yeah. I had an ex that like kept a folder email of like all <laughs> emails from their ex and i was like this is weird like do you need to keep those yeah no i don't think there's a need for that because what are you looking back and reading them and thinking right. about how you felt with that person yeah yeah but photos i'm like on the same page like yeah keep your photo fo- like that's memories like that's yeah. your story right yeah i don't yeah. need all the details of the story i like just <laughs> the story i don't need yeah i don't need to see the love notes but then people can argue too that photos looking at photos may bring you back to that moment and those feelings and that time so i guess i yeah. i would just say it all depends on that relationship and like how it makes you feel mm-hmm. you know and whether or not to toss that out or not you know but yeah, yeah. But yeah, then there's the, the social media thing is hard too because you grew up, you know, you were in what like high school when Facebook was pretty popular, right? Yeah, and Instagram too. Yeah, like Facebook didn't exist when we were in high school. Yeah, and Instagram was after college, like way after college. <clears throat> yeah, and then like college wow. was like MySpace, which you can't even really get into now. Like, it's or at gone. least I don't think so. It's gone, right? Yeah, everything is gone. Okay, so like. There, when friends tag you in photos on Facebook, unless they're deleting them, like those aren't going away. So like there is your history in friends' photos and friends' histories, mm-hmm. and it's like, okay, at what point do you just be like, it is what it is. It was part of my part of my past, and I don't need to look at it. Just let it go, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm definitely not looking back at my <laughs> albums, right? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it totally is. Yeah, I guess I didn't even think this is like a young millennial and Gen Z problem because Mm -hmm. we have our digital footprint with our significant others. 
And then you think, here's here's something that I find like really kind of sad sometimes, but like when YouTubers or somebody gets a divorce and they had their ex in like sponsored content, they mm. can't delete that. Like if Mm-mm. they wanted to delete videos with their ex, they can't because that's a sponsored video. It has to be up for a certain amount of years. Yeah. So like <sighs> I started con. be very careful who's in your spawn con, guys. <laughs> That's true. I started thinking about that when I had the kids in my videos, which I might still do this, but um, like just them growing up and not wanting that content up anymore, like for them Mm -hmm. to make those decisions on their own. I was like, maybe I should just delete them, you know, and let them make that choice. (coughs) Yeah. Or, you know, private it for yourself. Private it. Yeah. That's that's something I could do, too, because those are memories, too. You know? Yeah, Yeah. totally. Totally. And at some point with YouTube, like if you're privating like a ton of videos, if if you've been dating this person for like four years and they're in almost all of your videos, but you broke up. I noticed there's a YouTuber I followed who got a divorce. All of her videos with her ex started popping up on my uh, oh. suggested page. It was like her wedding video, her, oh. you know, any Ooh. video that he was in because people were searching it and they wanted yeah. to see like, oh, what were the signs to lead to this? And you'd have to delete like most of your video catalog, which is like your income at that mm-hmm. point because YouTube is yeah. passive income. You know, you can be making money off a video you made five years ago still. Yep. It's just... That kind of stuff is a little scary. Yeah, <laughs> it is yeah. to think about because you don't want to think about that. You're like, oh, I'm going to be with my significant other, my partner forever. And yeah. then something happens and you're not. <laughs> and you had a joint channel with this person or something, you know, scary. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It's scary. It's very fun for us, but it's very scary for them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. Yeah, but. Anyway, so all this being said, I haven't looked through that stuff in years. So I'm mm. definitely going to be throwing away a lot of a lot of things, a lot of notes, a lot of I don't need it. And I don't. Why? Why would you? Yeah. You know. So yeah. I'm I'm ready to feel lighter in the way of holding on to like all this stuff that I don't need. Mm-hmm. So that's my update. One of the first things I realized when I moved to a colder climate is how essential base layers are. And my favorite base layer is easily my set from Cozy Earth. Cozy Earth crafts luxury goods that transform your lifestyle and they come with a 10 year warranty. Whenever I'm throwing on my coveralls and heavy coat, I love to start with my Cozy Earth set because they are breathable and soft against my skin. And I mean, they're made from responsibly sourced viscose from bamboo, so that totally checks out. Plus when I arrive to my destination or I get a little toasty under all of the layers, I know that I can peel off all of those layers and still look stylish in my flattering and elegant fit loungewear set from Cozy Earth. Not only are they on my list of favorite things, but they're also on Oprah's. So if you'd like to try out Cozy Earth for your next favorite loungewear set, they provided us an exclusive offer for our listeners today, which is 35% off site-wide when you use the code POTTED TOGETHER. That's all one word, P-O-T-T-E-D. T-O-G-E-T-H-E-R for 35% off. Thank you so much to Cozy Earth for sponsoring our podcast this month. There's a show on Netflix called The Home Edit. Have you seen that? Oh, I've seen it, but I haven't watched it. It looks cute. I think that they go into like celebrities homes, maybe some non-celebrities homes and just organize like a specific part of their house. Oh, did Neil Patrick Harris have an episode? I think so. With his kids? I think so. I think I watched that one because I love okay. him. Yeah, I like him too. Um, um, oh, no. What? Is he problematic? What happened? No. <laughs> no, that was all I was going to Okay, I, I mean, was I like, feel- oh, good. No. <laughs> <laughs> A pure gay man. What's wrong with him? I saw T- I saw Tia on Tuesday and she was talking about how she doesn't want to see the new Avatar because of James Cameron's toxic and I'm like I can I can't handle this anymore. <laughs> what what's in James can I I can't stop watching Titanic. That's just not going to happen. What did he do? I think the James Cameron thing is due to Avatar and like using uh it, like indigenous people 
indi- yeah, and then not like we're using indigenous actor. I don't know. I yeah, that's where I think she's getting it from because she is very Gen Z, very in it, the now, and probably yeah. getting that feed on her TikTok. It's, it's so interesting because when it first came out, I was only seeing like. I feel like it was great representation, this and that. And then mm-hmm. I just looked up, is James Cameron problematic? And like, yeah, there's people are upset that yeah. they didn't use indigenous um, actors, which I feel like that would have been the thing that made sense, especially yeah, right. for like, they're clearly yeah. representing like um, a specific group of people. It's like that, that would have made sense. It's not the right. first time someone in the movie industry has done this not excusing yeah. it by any means like at all at all at all it's a very common problem mm-hmm. yeah for sure and someone like james cameron you'd think that he wouldn't yeah but yeah. It, it's just it's funny because when she said that i was just like ev- everyone like everybody is under this microscope on social media and it's so hard to like it it just sucks it sucks that like all these people are just disappointing us you know and just not Mm. doing what they should be doing and it's hard to let go of yeah i mean how many people like put their heads in on this movie and not right like i don't know how that went through i don't know it was a great movie it was a great movie sure um it is a little ironic though like a movie about colonialism representing native cultures that didn't have native actors a little yeah. little oh maybe See, now was... i want to cancel james cameron oh <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i think that's the first thing i said when you guys were talking about it last week i think that's the first thing i mentioned was like he didn't get any pushback from not using indigenous actors but it's like maybe maybe the first week it came out it was it went unnoticed per se because it's avatar and they're a different species of people mm. that don't exist so maybe mm. that's why but i had a feeling something like that was going to happen you know yeah yeah it's just disappointing but neil patrick harris is not well uh, there's been some debatable things but all things considered what i was going to say is that show I get some somewhat I get upset at those shows because I know they need the celebrity to uh, get the view to be (laughs) yeah to be popular. But on the other hand, I'm like, this is a rich ass person who already that whatever you organized already looked pretty organized to me. Like come (laughs) to somebody's house like mine and be like, please make my partner get rid of these DVDs that are on a shelf in our living room. Right. Right. Or these 800 bottles of tequila. Yeah. They're they're so wealthy. You're telling me they didn't think to hire a home organizer before this very moment? They're extremely wealthy. Like, I agree with that. I totally agree. Because it wasn't the first episode Chris Pratt? Uh, Maybe. I don't know. I saw one that was... It was a girl... Who was it? I can't remember her name. Oh, Reese Witherspoon? Well, there's like two seasons. Oh, you know what? I think Reese Witherspoon. Oh, yes. Okay. Now yeah. I know what you're talking about. But I think they do. I think they do non-famous per- people too. But um, I don't know. I'm just trying to get you in the organizing mood, you know? <laughs> oh, Drew Barrymore. Okay. Okay. They did <clears throat> Khloe Kardashian. <laughs> Excuse me, my candle's making me have allergies now. Yeah, like Khloe Kardashian. Like, come on. I thought Neil Patrick Harris had a uh, kids' playroom redone. Was that a different show? (laughs) I swear he had a kids' playroom redone. That's how these celebrities get their houses completed. They're like, oh. Right. (laughs) I should be like, Mr. Kate, I need a new plant room. Yeah. Yeah, right. You know who's also doing celebrity remodels are the two brothers. Property what brothers? Are, property brothers. I I was at the dealership with my car again. Oh, that could have been in my update. Oh no. Um watching Property Brothers and they were they had some fa- someone famous on there and I'm like, "Oh, this is where we're at with the show." I used to love that show, but then it got like too popular and I have this thing where something gets too popular that I just don't want to watch it anymore. I don't know why. Mm. But yeah, they were doing celebrity stuff too. So maybe he maybe he was on that show. 
Zoe Deschanel is married to one of them. Really? Or dating? Are they married? Do they think, get married? I uh, long term boyfriend, if not married. Yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, I don't. Very interesting up. coupling. I would not have put that together. I don't know how they met. I guess <laughs> yeah, you know really. if, if they're happy, sure. But I've seen there's there's this TikTok account that was on an HGTV show, and they are like exposing the HGTV show for being like horrible. Have you seen this guy's videos? No. Yeah, about like the house that was done and how shitty they did. They did oh. a terrible job. Yeah. Like real, real structural issues. Not just like, oh, the tile was done badly. It's like real problematic structural. No, it was some other. It was like a, a flip something. Like oh. A, I think it was that one where the they like they show them certain houses, but they get, decide if they want to update their current house or if they want to swap. Is it oh. like... It wasn't listed, flip love or it or flop. list it. Oh, lo- love it oh, or okay. list it. Flip or flop. Yeah. Awesome. No. <laughs> love it or list it. It wasn't love it or list it. Oh, okay. it wasn't. Okay. I don't remember I think what flip show. Flip or flop isn't it was an actual show. See, it's well, like who comes up with this shit? And they still haven't contacted like a plant person to like make a plant decorating I show. know. Like it's so annoying. <laughs> Ugh. There's so many house flipping. Like let's look a little lower scale here. Like Right. I looked up um, what you would have to do in order to pitch an idea to HGTV, like in that sense, like mm-hmm. redesign with plants. And they said that you need a publisher, like a publicist, and you need to be like an actual, I don't know, you, you need to you need to have a publicist do it for you. Like you can't just email HGTV, you know, mm-hmm. which is stupid. I- like they're missing out. I wouldn't want a show on HGTV anyway. I'd prefer like a Netflix series or like yeah. probably Netflix yeah. would be like the ideal for like a home series now. I feel like people don't watch Magnolia. HGTV. Magnolia would be a good one too. That's a cute, that's a cute channel. Yeah. Yeah. But like I've seen there, there was a plant related one, I think on Netflix with someone from the community that we like are aware of. I don't remember who. Like a, oh, there was it was a plant competition. Carter? I think Farmer Nick was in it. Yes. From, oh. Yeah, he didn't he didn't make it very far. Oh. <laughs> that's it was about like floral design and that kind of stuff. So it was oh. like not it wasn't just like about like gardening and like landscape uh-huh. design. It was also like building like make your favorite animal out of like flowers kind of thing. <gasps> oh, okay, but see like It was cool to watch though. Yeah, cool to watch, but like what's the practicality? Like Where's the home yeah. application here with plants? Like, I am honestly shocked there is not a show where someone is coming into someone's plantless home, teaching them how to do it, and then showing the process. Like, I Especially remember... Since- well, because it would... <laughs> because it would look real cute when they left, but then if they did like the follow up, that's true. It would be either like really bad, or they go overboard in their hoarding phase and like have tons of shelves and tents with like. It could be then it could be like fires going everywhere. That could be yeah. season two, like following season up, two, following and, up. Yeah, <laughs> I just feel like that would be the most realistic show that they could possibly do. And you know what? A couple years ago, a um. Not like a talent agency, but like a producer reached out to me and a few other people in the community and wanted to like have me. Well, it was between, you know, me and like a few other people. So it wasn't very special, obviously, but they wanted to like put someone in front of this show where you were basically doing that, like redoing spaces and adding in plants and stuff. But it didn't make it past the just like the thoughts like they they didn't even get to pick somebody to be the face of the show. You know what I mean? It didn't mm. even get that far. Weird. Interesting, though. I mean, people are thinking about it, but it just isn't happening. Yeah. Or like building greenhouses. That I would watch that show. That would be so cool because there's like not that much information out there. Yeah. About it, like at all. It'd be very cool. I feel like people would enjoy that too because it's like, well, the tiny house thing really took off. Right. And the greenhouse, the hobby greenhouse thing could take off as well because you could just put up a little one in your yard. Like, Mm -hmm. 
It doesn't but need. But there's so many, like, this could be like a homesteader show of, like, how to homestead, you know? How right. To be a homesteader. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, people on YouTube are, like, so, I don't know, like, people on YouTube make shows. Like, Garden Answer is basically, like, TV quality. Well, not, like, in the production value, but, like, the consistency and, like, the information that they give out. Like, it's just, like... It, I I bet you she's been pitched to do a show. Oh, I'm sure. And she would do a phenomenal job, but they probably don't want it to go that big. I don't know. Is she over yeah. a million subscribers? Oh, far and above. Probably oh, wow. two million would be my guess. Really? Because she's started, got her... I feel like she's I started got, watching her when she was like at 200,000-ish. She has her, regu- her main channel, which is 1.6 million... And then she has her highlights channel, which is her highlight channel has 235,000. And she had a Spanish channel for a while. Really? Yeah, I think it's just dubbed, though. I don't think she's speaking Spanish. Anyway, 1.6 million. Yeah. Wow. She's grown a lot. And it's like all on her own terms. Like, she doesn't have strangers coming to her house. Her husband records and edits everything. They have an editor now. Oh, they do? Okay. Uh-huh. It's yeah. been a while since I watched her channel. But. Yeah. I just feel like I want her to update that profile picture, make it a little warmer, <laughs> give it some, like, warm tones. It feels a little cool. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Winter. It's a winter photo. Yeah. She's so beautiful. Oh, my gosh. Anyway. And she just, okay, you know what? I'm not, there's no need for me to keep talking about her. Okay. Um, (laughs) We're 47 minutes in. We still have not talked about self-care. Adam has not done an update. Oh, are we even going to get to the self-care? We have talked about plant things. We just talked about plant TV for a long time. We did. Yeah. We did. Okay. So we can just wait for the self-care to next week. Yeah. Let's do self-care next week. Fuck it. <laughs> it's a, you know what it's a chatty episode. You got when's the last time we did chatty a chatty episode, episode f- on this? It's our first season six first at a chatty episode. There you go. All right, we Becca's have like maybe like cringing <laughs> at the thought of the at the thought of how this is not how we should do this. <laughs> no, it's fine. I think we have brought up plants enough for it to qualify. It's okay. Okay. Oh, for sure. Good. <laughs> We're going to lose our spot in home and garden. (laughs) We're going to be lifestyle. No, we're fine. No. (laughs) Oh, man. Should I go with my update? Yes. I don't. It's probably not going to be a super long one, but I always say that and then we get into it. But (laughs) I think it's something with like the new year that makes people feel like they need to change something. Mm -hmm. So like I've been feeling the declutter slash clean areas too, Mm -hmm. like you were doing with your closet, Becca. Like I've been feeling it hardcore, especially with like our office because we both sit in there every single day. Mm -hmm. And one side of it is our workstations that got, you know, kind of dusty, crusty, gross, you know, as workstations do. And then the other side of the room is literally like piles of boxes. Mm, like PR. From craft <laughs> stuff we haven't gone through. Like I have a couple memory boxes in there that I haven't like. It's just like that was where everything goes when we didn't know where to put it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then that door always remains closed. So if people come over, like they just don't like that's no one sees behind that curtain. Wait, I need a visual I because I'm remembering your house pre-COVID when you had your desk set up in the living room and Steve went to work, right? Yes. And then COVID hit and Steve stayed home. So then you made a joint office in the, in the office space, the office room. Yeah. So there's, yeah. So it's a three bedroom. So there's a spare bedroom and office and then our bedroom. Okay. Okay. So yeah, like, And back then, before I made it an office, it was boxes everywhere. And then I kind of cleaned it up enough to, like, where we could get... I bought two desks, and we have our HR workstation now. Mm -hmm. There's also nothing wrong with that, though. Because when you buy a... You guys bought a three-bedroom house 
thinking like, okay, this is going to be our catch-all room. Like you have a guest bedroom and then you have a catch-all room where you just throw shit, which I honestly wish we had one of those. <laughs> I'm so serious. <laughs> um, so Yeah, but I also like want it to feel more organized and yeah. less chaotic. Right, right, know? right. <clears throat> I'm just saying don't be and too hard on yourself, you know? Yeah. So I've been wanting to do that and like redesign the office because, you know, it's been two years and I'm like, oh, I'm getting a little stagnant here. But I did little things like I got my monitor on its own like arm, like its own heavy duty arm. So it's okay. not on the desk. Nice. And so now I have my whole desk to myself. Oh, that's and nice. It's like, yeah. I don't know why. I I got excited about it. And it feels like I'm starting fresh this year. So, yeah, I'm hoping to continue that through like with plants and stuff because i need to get rid of a bunch of pots and like reorganize all my supplies because they're just like chaos right now mm-hmm. yeah uh, yeah and it's stressful yeah i kind of have i kind of have a lot of organizing to do with my plant pots too because i have stuff that's outside then i have stuff that's like inside in my plant storage area and then i have another cabinet with like all this terracotta and i'm like i'm never i don't need all of this you know yeah yeah i'm keeping a bunch of pots (laughs) that i like haven't used in over a year and i still like oh i might use it someday well if i haven't used it in over a year i don't think i'm gonna use it yeah there's not gonna become a situation where i'm like oh i'll use that pot right yeah so i'm just gonna i just gotta get rid of it i gotta get my head in that mindset and just be like i'm gonna clear this you have any plant swaps in the future where you can like bring a box of pots i just gonna say that oh shit sorry free (laughs) oh my my internet has been like so bad i've heard like less than half of what adam has said i'm just kind of popping in oh sh- oh sorry <laughs> oh we're sorry well that shows me where i stand just kidding <laughs> i'm excited to listen to the episode so i can find out what the freak is going on with adam <laughs> at this office he just needs to organize his pots <laughs> oh but yeah i don't think i'm gonna throw them away but i would i would donate them but yeah that swap is a good idea, but I don't know if I have any coming up. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking it'd be kind of fun to put together an anything but the plant swap. Oh. And like you bring all your extra supplies and. <gasps> That's a cute idea. That is a cute it's, idea. It's winter. It's so, I mean, at least for us, like I can't be bringing plants outside right now for an yeah. event. So I was thinking about, I don't know who I would even reach out to, but just be like, hey, should we do this? Yeah. Yeah, I love that idea. That's yeah. cute. I would drive. Seriously, I would drive there for that. <laughs> if you do it within the next two months, I'm available. <laughs> oh. uh, good to know because Dan and I need a, a photo shoot pretty soon. So, oh, okay. Actually, that might got to update your headshots. Yeah, you know, you know, nice Christmas card. <laughs> <laughs> a Christmas card for December. Yeah, I don't really know of anything. I mean, I booked a ski trip, so I'm going on a ski trip over the holiday weekend, which has already passed. Wait, what's the holiday? There's holidays Martin coming Lu- up? Martin Luther King Day weekend. Oh, Martin Luther King. January 16th. Yeah. Yeah. So where, so where are you going skiing? I'm actually going over to the White Mountains near New Mexico. Oh my oh, God, that's fun. so fun. So yeah, it's only like it's a four-hour drive to Greer, Pine Top, Greer, Arizona. Mm -hmm. I did like I compared, even though I've never been to both, but I compared Arizona Snowball, which is up in Flagstaff, Mm -hmm. um, prices to Greer because Steve's never skied before, so the class had to be included in the price. But Greer was cheaper, and I was like, it'd be cool. It feels more exotic to like see the the mountains of New Mexico than it does like yeah. Mm -hmm. Mountains are mountains, though. I love them all. Flagstaff so, is yeah. beautiful. It's such a pretty place. Mm-hmm. I haven't been skiing in like th- four years, five years, maybe. So, do they rent the equipment, or do you have to have your own? Uh, rent. Okay. But you have to get your own like gear, as far as like I have my coats and stuff, but like pants and all that. Yeah. So, is it just you and Steve? Or are you going with friends? And- me and Steve and then my friend Lydia. But, um, so Steve and Lydia have never skied before. So they're going to be in the class <laughs> while I'm going to be like running down the slopes, finding like, like the rookies. best ones. 
<laughs> but I kind of want to take the class with them just to like get footage of them in class. I might I might hang out there for a bit. Yeah. Is this going to go on Waypoint Explorers? You know, I don't know. I don't know if I'll film it or anything. I have a couple yeah. vacations coming up. That one and then Disneyland at the end of January. Yeah. And I don't know if I'm going to film it because, you know, sometimes it does kind of take you out of that experience. Yeah. Yeah. Do yeah. you don't you have a cruise coming up though too? Yeah, Virgin Atlantic, adult only. Oh, that's gonna be beautiful. I know that's in February though. With the box of February. Yeah, with the box. Oh, that's yeah. right. <laughs> it's the everyone calls it the swingers cruise, but I'm not wearing an upside down pineapple, so mm. you ain't swingers. <laughs> no one-legged flamingo on our door. <laughs> no. No. Oh, I found That's out that so the flamingo fun. the flamingo is also a symbol of being anti-HOA, apparently. Really? Yeah. Oh, did you ask your parents about it? <laughs> no. We Dan and I are just like oh. hyper fixated on HOAs right now and we're like, it's a completely unchecked system. It's very unfair. Like we're like all upset, like <laughs> no. watching videos. It really it really is though. So <laughs> Okay, little tiny, tiny story really quick. <laughs> Good, because I got an HOA story too. <gasps> yeah. Do you really? Oh my God, Dan's yes. going to freak out. I'm going to I'm gonna sh- like shuffle it to this part of the episode and make him listen. <laughs> okay, I have like, I ha- I, the latest I can record till is like 2.45 CST. Okay, so we got a little bit of time. Anyway. Okay, so our HOA switched like ownership, I guess. I don't even know. I don't know a lot about HOA because again, and how can that do owned. that though? You have to vote people in, right? That's what I thought. So Ted went to go take the payment over to the guy's house because it's very informal. He just takes a check to this guy's house and he handles it. And then he was told that he no longer is in charge. And this, he Ted talked to our neighbor and our neighbor said, yeah, the new guy. And Ted's like, wait, don't we have to like vote him in like go to the board vote on and he's like yeah we don't really know what's going on and i'm like this is all very suspicious but plus like i'm kind of disappointed in our community because they didn't decorate anything for the holidays and we have entrances where they can easily just put up some fucking garland or something Mm -hmm. it was very blah and it was like the the entryway signs are completely discolored and they have been for like the past year and a half that we've been here and they need to be painted and it's like how much can paint be like just hire somebody like i don't understand what's taking forever but it's really weird and i was like i don't know if you should drop off the check so he didn't he's gonna wait and see like what's going on and like who's in charge because that's just weird because that's what i thought like you have to vote somebody in yeah, I mean, it feels like an HOA. It's not I feel like someone can in your community can just like, I'm going to organize a new HOA and this is going to be, right. it's not like prime minister. I don't know. I know. So it was, it was very random, but I mean, she was, they were comparing it to what they paid in Arizona and I think they paid like 190 something a month in Arizona. And I mean, the landscaping was immaculate there. It really was a nice community to be in. Like they had palm trees and all the pools and the parks were very well kept and all that. But here we only pay like 46 bucks a month. So I'm like, well, what can you really expect for that? Like they're they're keeping up the grounds. That's about it. You know? Yeah, but there's a lot of houses there. Like that's a, that adds that adds up to a I good know. chunk of money. Yeah. And like yeah. if um, their purpose is to make sure that the neighborhood looks nice and all the signs are faded and have been faded, what's the budget? Mm-hmm. What's this money going to yeah. then? See, um, yeah. my issue slash story with HOA is we got a notice from our HOA, which means someone drove by our house, noticed a violation, took a photo of it and sent it to oh, us. What And what was it? mail mailbox okay, so or trash bag or something our trash cans <laughs> were on the side of our house visible to the public oh god forbid okay but here's here is where it gets a little more so the trash goes out and is picked up thursday morning okay trash yeah. gets picked up thursday throughout the day so re- recycling comes in the morning trash comes like in the afternoon so you put so it out wednesday night fr- no yeah so i put out wednesday night but friday steve took the cans from the street and moved them up to the f- side of the house because they go behind a gate but like he just took them off the street so they weren't on the street anymore and put it by the side of the house until we were gonna 
usually the next day we just open the gate and pull them in, you know? Right. Which is pretty normal. Well, they saw them when they were at the side of the house when they weren't pulled into the back gate and took a photo of that. But then there's like literally people leave their cans out on the street until like Saturday. And I'm like, at least we got it off the street. So you didn't turn down a street and just see it lined of garbage cans for two, three days. Mm -hmm. Right. I don't know. And it was fine. It was just a warning. But then if they would charge us if it happens again. And, oh, like, and then yeah, I'm like, like well, why why is it their decision? And also, why are they picking our house compared to somebody else? Because I've seen worse. And maybe those people are getting the same notices. I just don't know. But mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's so... It's very annoying. Yeah. I feel like it's, like, violating. Like, yeah. But, you know, I, I didn't understand it. Because it's like, you pay all this money for this house... For someone to tell you exactly what you can do with it, like my mom and Ted wanted to get it repainted and there was only a certain amount of colors you can choose from. It's very muted palette. Mm -hmm. And Uh I'm just like, I like, okay, a part of me gets it because it's a community and they want it to look a specific way. But like the cookie cutter aspect of it is just, it's a little much when they dictate what color you can paint your house. Like they weren't going to pick pink, you Mm -hmm. know, I don't know. I don't like yeah. it. It's icky. <laughs> yeah. I, there's, um, I was talking with Daniel about it cause he's never lived in an HOA before. And he, so he just doesn't, un, he doesn't understand why you would ever, ever have one. And I'm like, well, I mean, in my mind, it's so that people can't have a junkyard in their front yard. I mean, at the right. very least, it's like, so that there's like at least a standard of what your home needs to be kept at. But mm-hmm. also there's like community things like parks and pools and, you know, there's lots of, you know, anyway. So I was trying to educate the man about these, <laughs> about why. And then he's like, well, what if some people just want to opt out? Like some people just don't pay it and they're not expected to live to this certain, ex- this certain thing. But they also, since they're not paying, they don't get the facilities. They can't use the pool or the park. And I'm like, yeah, but then their yard is a junkyard and their neighbor is paying to live in a nice neighborhood that doesn't have a junkyard next to it. So then what are they paying for then? Nothing. They're right. mo- so it's right. an all or nothing situation. And he's like, well, what if they did tears? I'm like, no, Daniel, it's all or nothing. <laughs> we, got uh, a, Patreon. we got in a fight about it. Um, well, you know, a lighthearted <laughs> disagreement. Yeah. But like, it's true though. Everyone has to be all in or no one's in because it has to be a hundred percent community involvement. Um, I have an HOA story of my friend. She lived in like a pretty nice neighborhood in Tucson and she was never allowed to have cars parked outside of her home, like for any amount of time. Never. They had to be. I'm going to stop you because I think you told the story already. I don't want to be that person. I I think it was for Patreon though. Oh, was it? I'm sorry. I will. I will amend it greatly amend it but basically <laughs> we would go over and hang out our house like once a week for like i don't know two hours and she would get calls and warnings from the hoa president every single week it's ridiculous and she's like if you can't fit the cars in the driveway then they need to park up at the top of the neighborhood it's like no we're not walking that far when we can just park in front of her house for two hours it's just insane yeah see okay we have a similar rule where I guess you can't be parked there overnight. I don't know what time that starts. I don't know if it's like 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. or whatever it is, but you can't have cars. We just can't park on the street like because we all have driveways. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay, but what if you have company over one night? They're supposed to park. There is literally nowhere else to park but on the street. Like you can't park in somebody else's driveway. Mm -hmm. And we have four cars in this house. So like we have three. Well, you know, because you spent the night here, you know, so you remember Mm -hmm. it was like pulling back of our car, but then you're blocking the sidewalk. I think it's very loose around here. Like I don't think unless your neighbors call i don't think anybody is going to be like driving around like in your friends community but like even in adams like someone literally has to be driving around looking at your house and inspecting it and making sure it's such a violation i would not want that job our community isn't big but it's also not small like it's not just like our road and like a couple roads next to ours it's like they have to 
So what is their Friday afternoon enjoyment is like, I'm going to drive around all the roads and just like take photos of people's houses who are in violation. <laughs> well, we got to wrap it up anyway. We got we got to get yeah. out of here. We got to kick yeah. rocks. All right. Yeah. We got to pay our HOA fees. Yeah, that's right. We got to go <laughs> pay the bills. Thanks for joining us for this extra chatty episode, which was not planned to be a chatty episode. But you know what? Some of the best things in life are not planned. Exactly. 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 Yeah. Some so, episodes are just meant to be chatty. It just felt right. Yeah. Me. It felt right. Um, and we're not going to we're not going to stop the feeling. All right. Mm. But anyway, <laughs> don't forget to follow us over on Instagram at Potted Together. And also you can follow us individually. Is this how we do it? Why am I having like yeah. a. Oh, OK. <laughs> I thought you wanted me to be like De La Plants. Like, I thought you were like <laughs> waiting for us to say our own handles. I was like, oh. <laughs> I just had a very weird moment there. Okay. You can follow us individually. I am at Not Dude. Becca is at De La Plants. And Nicole is at My Clean Leaves. We also have a Patreon where we release an extra one of these episodes every month. So if you yeah, enjoy the chatty, if you enjoy the long catch ups, head over there, support the pod, and get some fun episodes. But yeah. Other than that, I think that's I think that's it, right? Mm. Oh, give us Yay. a review. Give us a five-star <laughs> review. Send us a cute little message. We love reading them. Yes, we do. Yes. Okay. That's it. We'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. 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 Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.